Welcome to this edition of Podcats, bringing the eye to your ear. On January 25, 2018, the Christian Action Team welcomed Board of Regents member Matt Clemens, Class of 85, at the State of the Cat meeting. Introducing him is Mr. Valletta. I'm pleased to be here with you this afternoon to introduce our guest speaker, Mr. Matt Clemens. Mr. Clemens is a managing director at Waverly Partners, an executive search firm serving service and manufacturing corporations, entrepreneurial growth companies, nonprofit organizations, colleges and universities, and professional service firms nationwide. He serves on the St. Ignatius High School Board of Regents. The board is a group of men and women who compose the governing body of the school. It's my pleasure to introduce the St. Ignatius class member of 1985, Mr. Matt Clements. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, John, for inviting me here. Uh, a little background on me. Other than that, I've been married for 24 years. I have three daughters, two in college, one in high school. A few years ago, I was approached uh, about joining the Board of Regents, and I was very excited. I was honored. When I think back of the most important four years of my life, it was here in the formation of who I was. I remember sitting down with, at that time, the board chair, Joe McAuliffe, and he asked me why would I want to serve. And I told him two reasons. I, I said, Joe, 30 years leaving this place. I don't remember much what I learned in the classroom. But I remember two important life lessons. One was from Father Welsh. who talked about the importance of having a daily dialogue with God. And number two was really more about decision-making, which is part of what I do today in, in, my, in my professional life. I learned that you have a choices all the time. You can either decide to look out for yourself or you can look out for others. And sometimes the best decision, the right decision, is not the easiest one. That's what I remember. I interview executives all over the country for the last 20 years. They all talk about, many times, about their college prep programs, what they did. Since being on the board over the last two and a half years, I, I, I ask this question, what makes this place special? Last May, I participated with the senior exit interviews, and I asked the very same question to everyone in the room. You know what the responses were? The teacher, the Kairos retreats, and the service opportunities. That's why I'm here today. That's what makes this place great. My service started in high school. Uh, back then in 1981 to 1985, there was no, none of the Christian action teams. We had software service. We had a program called SKIP. I think the food drive was still there. At the end of my sophomore year, uh, being a Jesu kid, Jim Skrull asked me and several others to start a high school youth group at the parish. And we met every month for the next two years and did programs maybe similar to this, but maybe not quite in advance. I went on to college, graduated, started my professional work career, and, you know, there's a balance between profession and career and service. As I evolved early on, I worked for big Fortune 500 companies. Service was relatively easy. Companies like General Electric, they wanted us to go out and do work. They allocated time and days off to do it. But as I grew and got married and had family and kids, the challenges of balancing a busy work life, starting a firm in 2001, 
uh, doing all the kids' activities, I will be first to admit that service took a back seat for a while. That was until 2009. 2000 and, end of 2008 was the financial crisis. I don't know if you guys were old enough to even remember it or ever had a parent or knew anyone that was lost a job as a result. Well, I was on, our firm was on the front line of that. We saw it. Um, losing a job, other than maybe the loss of a loved one, is probably the most stressful time in anyone's life from a financial standpoint, loss of hope, self-esteem. You might think that our firm, well, we're in the job of helping people get jobs. Well, it's just the opposite. Our corporations, the companies that were hiring us, were the ones doing all the, let, the downsides and letting go of these people. They weren't asking us to find them. We were targeted to find very select executives. I had a choice in 2009. I could have just ignored all the unemployed, focused on my work, kept my head down, served myself. Since 2009, I dedicate time every week with people at all levels of the organization, taking time to work with them, unemployed, with resume writing, interview skills, um, you know, in many cases, sitting with them and trying to figure out what, what their uh, skills and experience and where they can translate that into other industries. I can't, make, I can't wave a magic wand and get people a job. But the one thing I've realized since 2009 is that taking time to just to sit down over a cup of coffee and listen to somebody, provide a little counsel, really makes a, a big difference. The point of sharing all this with you is no matter what profession you guys go off to do later in your life, there's always little things you can do to give back and make a difference beyond serving on a board and doing other things. And there's little things you just need to open your eyes. And for me, it was right in front of me. All I had to do is literally take the phone call, not ignore people, and respond and listen. I've enjoyed my time on the board. I thought it might be helpful to talk about our role and how it maybe uh, relates to what you all are doing here. The Board of Regents has four primary responsibilities. We hire the president. We give his performance evaluation at the end of the year. We ensure the financial stability and resources of the school. We help provide uh, mission and vision and goals for the school. And lastly, we monitor the performance of achieving those goals in that mission statement. How do we do this? We break up in subcommittees, and these subcommittees are you know, have a collection of board members and then faculty and staff, and we work in partnership and collaboration to tackle some of these strategic issues. Uh, the, the committee that I'm on is the Apostolic Objectives Committee. That's probably most relevant to what you're doing here today. In essence, the ALC is responsible for ensuring and maintaining and improving the nation identity of the school. That includes Christian Action Team programs, that includes um, campus ministry and spiritual formation, not only for you young men, uh, alumni, parents, faculty, staff, and even all board members go through that process. In our most recent strategic plan, the number one objective for campus and academics, the number one goal is around increasing students who identifies people of faith and how do we increase the participation rates of faith-based activities like you're all doing here today. We encourage you to keep 
helping us in the school do that, not just through your own efforts, but telling other people as well as giving great feedback. Looking ahead, the uh, Apostolic Objectives Committee is not only looking at what you guys are all doing, but we want to start figuring out how we measure that looking forward. People like me, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years from this school, where is spiritual faith and service in the lives of our alumni? Hopefully this gives you a little perspective as a, a professional, how busy lives you can still find little ways to give back, but more importantly, see what you're doing and what the board's doing and how it's all interrelated for the best interest in the school. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasts. If you like what you heard, check out www.stignatiusi.org for all updates concerning St. Ignatius and all previous podcasts. Thanks again.